everyone. This is your host of Isolation Nation, Kier. And Kieran. And we're Kieran Kieran. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, quick intro on us. What's going on with us? Um, not, not many different things, but we've, we've started running outside. We have. We've, we were doing bike rides, weren't we? Yeah. Because of Bilverbone and the nature of it. <laughs> it's 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 a lot like Sheffield in that it's it's all hills, so like half of it is really hard, and the other half of it you don't pedal once, do you? You just yeah. sail sail all the way down. <laughs> it's it's really easy actually to cycle here. Yeah, it is because of that. So, so we started running. Yeah, and... well, we did both today, didn't we? We did a cycle down up the hill bits, and then we did a run when we reached the bottom. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they didn't go too well on my part on my end. <laughs> I you just were, I can't run struggling. outside. Give me a treadmill and I'll run for like forty forty five minutes, but put me outside and I'll start panting after five. So we were doing um, I don't know what the actual name is, but that I call them suicides. I think it's because they're two thousand and five Samuel Jackson film Coach Carter, but it's where you run. <laughs> on oh a yeah, pitch. yeah, you did say that. Yeah, didn't yeah. You? you run on a football pitch. You run to. Uh, the first line and then back and then the halfway line and then back and then the next the opposite side third line and back and then all the way to the end and back yeah so it's painful we were doing that we're doing it on big men's 11 aside football pitches weren't we god yeah and Kier has a real attitude when she (laughs) runs so I'll I'll be there because I'm faster than Kier and I'll be I'll be behind Kier or in front of Kier shouting some words of encouragement and she just looks at me (laughs) with this face it's like a proper mum face you know you know like when a mum looks at you when you just like drop something down a new carpet it's that face like watch your mouth young man and she looks at me and then if I say it too many times she just stops and stands still and says I'm not doing it I'm not doing it no not not running again did it today didn't you any excuse to not run (laughs) yeah so that our exercise is going well our Quarantine relationship is being strained, as always. <laughs> as always. As always. It's always a challenge. <laughs> um, quickly on our competition news. Oh, yeah. Um, we still have zero entries, so please, someone enter the competition so that we can move on. We, we've got a whole <laughs> host of fantastic competition ideas, mm-hmm. don't we, We've got them listed down. Mm-hmm. It goes on and on and on. But we can't start a new competition <laughs> until someone enters the current competition. And a gentle reminder, the current competition is to put on as many layers of clothing as you can, as you can and this is what we call the Joey Tribbiani challenge. Yes, and we spoke to Rue, the disgusting lady that put her eggs in the kettle. <laughs> we spoke to Rue, and she said... I can't enter the competition because she's in Malaysia currently and it's too hot. And if she puts any clothes on beyond the base layer of clothes, then she'd overheat. <laughs> That's and we weak. said to Rue, That's weak if excuses. you just took a picture of you in any layer of clothes, you would win the competition. <laughs> so if you're here in this room, that's all the incentive you need. To send us a picture, Rue, please. <laughs> So get get yourself on the competition. What's the email for the competition, Kier? IsolationNation2020 at gmail.com. Yeah, we've had two emails in there. IsolationNation2020 at gmail.com. Yes, one from Kerry and one from Bruce. <laughs> yep. So got a total of need, two emails. We need more emails. Uh, in more general UK news, uh, it's getting... It's getting bad in the UK at the moment, isn't it? We're it on is getting bad. 380 deaths 
just today and uh, that's double from the day before and it's predicted to sort of keep doubling over the next two to three weeks where it's going to get really bad. Mm, it's until the whole isolation thing starts kicking in and start having a really good, uh, really good effect on it. They said on the news it's got a three-week lag time before we see any results. Mm. So sort of the next two weeks it's going to get bad and then we'll start to see some results in terms of... It's a long time. Two weeks of like hundreds of people dying. Yeah, it's, oh. it's going to get bad. I remember like when it first started coming out, the whole coronavirus thing, I was like, oh, UK's fine. We've had like two cases. I'm sure everything will be a-okay. <laughs> yeah, we had two cases and they were all in... Um, I was not worried at all, yeah. Where Kara, like opposite Kara, where she goes to university. Which is Kieran's sister. Yes, I don't know if we talk about Kara. We'll we'll have Kara on the podcast, I'm sure. (laughs) She's been dying to get on, which is crazy because she's not listened to any episodes. uh, I can say that because she won't listen to this. (laughs) We'll have Kara on. But she was right next to the very first coronavirus victims mm, in the UK. She was, she was, I think, opposite the hospital, wasn't she? Yeah. Her accommodation. Yeah. So they've hinted on the news that we're going to have either stricter or longer lockdown. Yeah, they said three to six months. That mm-hmm. is a long time. Which would take us into... September. Yeah. Which is when uni, Which the next year of uni starts. You, you would start uni again and I would start my teacher training course. Mm-hmm. So. Kids yeah. becoming a teacher, everyone. I am. I thought it was time to share that with the podcast. <laughs> it's getting very intimate now. I'm becoming a maths teacher. <laughs> I'm really excited, actually. I think. I, I think, think you'd be a, be a great fun. teacher. Yes. Um, more personal news. We had an email from our university today, didn't we? Yes, yeah, so we got some really good news. Our university is implementing the safety net policy. Woo! Oh yeah! After a good old six thousand five hundred signatures on the change dot org thingy. Yeah. petition website we signed the online petition we've been checking it every day haven't we since we have created, watching the number of signatures go up so a safety net thing as we understand it is our grades are our grades currently mm-hmm. and by sitting our exams they can only go up and they can't go down yeah so is you, what we believe yeah it, yeah it, it is what it is but they also said not everyone's gonna get it depending on like all the uni bodies that we'd have to like abide to Mm. so we're not exactly sure what's going to happen one of my exams got cancelled that's for sure which is good news isn't it for you it's good news yeah and it is good news because but it does put pressure on the one assignment i have left which is bumped up to from 40 percent to 90 percent now Mm. (laughs) yeah but any exams being cancelled, I consider good news. Yeah, it is good news. Because it lets you focus your energy, like you said, fully on that assignment mm. or fully on other exams once that assignment's due in. So I think that's good. Yeah, it is good. Good I'm stuff glad that, for you. Yeah, it can't get worse. So that's really good news. Yes. So good news on the university front for us. One of Keir's university course mates, Massey, will be joining us later on in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Massimiliano Zing, uh, can't, Zing, Zing. Zingarelli. Ah, oh, Kieran, I was trying to protect him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I Massimiliano. <laughs> yeah. He'll be, he'll be on. What's he talking about? We're talking about travel. Yes. This podcast. The theme is travel. Mm-hmm. So he talked about his interrailing. Wait, we don't know what he's talking no, well, Massey has been on... <laughs> I can see the panic here. Ma- we've talked to Massey already. We've recorded this in reverse. 
So hey, Kier's, Kier's furiously panicking now that she's like <laughs> spoiling something. But we, we've talked to Massey already and we're actually recording our first bit afterwards. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. And through the wonders of video editing, <laughs> Kier's going to switch them around. Is that right? Yeah. So to give you some, some, uh, some previews into what Massey said, Massey's an Italian and he talked about pizza and pasta for about... He 50 did. to 70%. With barely any prompt. Yep. He just went on. Yep, he just talked and talked about pizza <laughs> and pasta. So look forward to that. On the theme of travel, by the way. So uh, actually not related to the theme whatsoever. But that's what Massey <laughs> talked about. Yeah, that was good fun. Uh, yeah. In our own travel experiences, we'll start from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. School trips. You wanted to talk about D of E. So yeah, the, so the I've, done, I've done quite a lot of school trips. That I remember, like I've done so many, but the ones that really stand out is DOV. So for anyone who doesn't know that, it's Duke of Edinburgh Award. And to get this award, there's like bronze, silver and gold. But to be able to get get the award, you have to do these outings. What are they called? Expeditions. Expeditions. And um, one of mine was, I think we went to Bali, which is in which is an island off of Indonesia. Um... And we were staying in the middle of nowhere in, in, in a part of the beach. And I remember that our shower was outdoors without a roof. So it was covered all the way around, just didn't have a roof on it. And I remember showering in it one night after like a long day of running around and trying to do stuff and collect whatever it is I was trying to do for my DOV. And I was showering because I was really tired. I was really exhausted and a bit sad because it's been a tiring day. So I started showering and then it started raining. That can only help. So, I mean, it started raining on me, but then it wouldn't stop raining for ages. Did you I turn couldn't... the shower off? I did. Nature's shower instead. <laughs> Better than a golden shower, so at least you have that. But then I couldn't dry myself and all the clothes I brought in got wet. So I, I, I did change into my wet clothes. This sounds like a kid's about to cry story. And then... I went, I went out of the shower to see my friends all huddled in a small corner that's the only corner that was dry and started crying. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I could just see it. I could, I could feel it in the um, story. Yeah. Although, to be fair, most care stories end or begin <laughs> with you crying, so it wasn't... It's a good stress reliever. Mm. It's just true. But yeah, that was a, that, I felt a bit miserable at the time, so that was, that's one of the bad stories. But I've had many good memories. Right, well, thanks for choosing a bad memory. Uh, On the topic of bad memories, when I first moved into the Toaster and Silverstone area, I mean, Bilverbone area, Uh I joined, I was in year three, I'd moved from Reading, and I, I joined, and then immediately my whole class, my whole year three, were out on a field trip for the week so I came on Monday I think it was and then the whole class was out for a week on a field trip so I was sat with the year twos doing year two stuff (laughs) and I was visibly bigger than everyone else and then eventually managed to make one or two friends and then immediately had to make go through the whole thing again with my year three class and that that whole thing was painful and then I was getting like remarks because I was friends with the year twos 
like I was some sort of loser <laughs> when in actual fact I, I was just talking to people that were there when the whole year three class wasn't. But obviously that kind of logic doesn't resonate with school children, so I was just a loser. Oh. I mean, that's, that's where my bullying began. We talked about me being bullied with my mum, didn't we? That's where it began. Was that where she said that she'd bully you? Uh, yeah. Well, she did not say that she wouldn't bully me. On to better news about Yeah, on to happier news. First year, myself, Keir... James, Bilal and Sarah. So yes. you've heard of James. He was in our previous podcast and his girlfriend Sarah and then our musical composer friend slash medic friend Bilal. Bilal yeah Bilal's a legend so the five <laughs> of us um we lived together in first year or in the same building at least in mm-hmm. first year and then we all went on a trip at the end of first year and we went to interrailing which is where you get this like it's really cool you get this it's ticket it's so cool isn't it you get this ticket and all you have to do is write where you're traveling from and what time Mm. and you get a certain number of days that you can travel on so it might be like five days or you can pay for 10 or 15 yeah and all you do is you do that and then you just get on any train yeah you just get free train rides across europe and you just bounce around wherever Mm. you want to go right so where where did we start we started in belgium yep then off on to netherlands moved on to the netherlands moved on to munich in germany then we moved on to the Prague, mm-hmm. the Czech Republic, and Dubrovnik. Nope, Bratislava what am in I Slovakia. Of? I think Dubrovnik's Slovenian. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think, but yeah, we went to Slovakia. We did as our as our last one, <laughs> Bratislava. So, on those five countries, I should say first, it was an awesome trip, wasn't it? It was a great trip. It was with really good friends. Yeah, and it was. Nice. I think, actually, the podcast photo might be from that trip. Oh, it is. It's from Prague. Yeah. We were at a beer garden on top of, like, one of the hills in Prague. We were. It was right on the top, and it looked over the whole of Prague. Oh, it was so pretty. Prague is such, like, a, an old and beautiful city. I had the best cider ever in that beer garden. I was drinking alcohol back then. I <laughs> don't. Dr- I don't drink alcohol now. But, uh Yeah. Keir does. <laughs> so, Keir's parents, if you're listening. The best cider she's ever had. Yeah. Cider's basically juice. <laughs> right. I mean, we haven't, we haven't got too much time, so we will do... We've got to give a shout-out, haven't we? To Prague, actually. Yeah. And the crazy our, Czech lady. Our hostel roommate. So, yeah. when, when we were into Rayleigh, because there was five of us, hostels typically have rooms of even numbers, right? Yeah. So, it's normally six, eight, ten... 20 mm. in terms of like room sizes so we we always had a roommate or we always had an empty bed one of the two and in the czech republic it was about 10 or 11 o'clock and there was no sign of anyone mm-hmm. so, so we assumed there was an empty bed again yeah. so we thought results there's no people that we have to interact with which for me is always <laughs> a bonus Kia was probably devastated but for me it was a bonus <laughs> and we we went on and we thought, this is fantastic. And Keir was drying her hair, I think, or Sarah was drying her hair. And the rest of us were playing cards in the middle of the room. Quite a small room, wasn't uh-huh. it? We all sat around playing cards. And then walks in this amazing woman who was, <laughs> by amazing, I mean the worst. And she she was crazy. In, and first impression, she sits there, she looks at all of us, she takes in the scene, and then she pops off, yeah. doesn't she? She's 
shouting and she goes on this big run and it's all in check by the way so we don't know what she's saying <laughs> do we it's all in check and she goes off it's about five minutes and we're all looking at her and eventually she stops for breath and so she we looks all, at us we all left didn't we no Bilal, Bilal goes sorry we don't speak English and then she repeats <laughs> the rant in English which oh, the yeah. summary of is like oh can you guys move out of the way please but in actuality it was full of like just rants and horribleness wasn't it and eventually we we move out the way let her into her bed she sits down and then what does she do next the chocolate yeah she starts she opens up a newspaper and it was filled it was with it, inside of it was like a big chunky chocolate bar then she pulls out a knife and starts chopping it up into little pieces which is terrifying and did she way. put them all into separate newspapers as well I don't even and know what look, she was doing. Yeah, she was basically eating some and then keeping most of it and then she put it back in her bag. She, it was And strange. then she was like, I need to send this mail. I could go to prison if I don't send this mail. I need to catch the night bus. Oh my God, it was so funny. <laughs> she said, I've got to send this bit of mail or else I go to jail. And I'm not rhyming this on purpose. This is what she was saying. I go to jail for tw- 67 years is what she said. Yeah. Wasn't it? So... We were like, that's a lie. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we're too scared of you. So we were like, okay. And then she went, I'm going to the night bus. And we again were like, okay. She was talking to us and like yelling, talking, but in like a very yelling yeah. sort of way. And we weren't asking her anything. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't speaking to her. She just did it on her own. Yeah. And then she leaves and we think, all right, okay. And then she gets back in late at night. I hear her come in. To, to be fair to her, I don't think she was too loud when she came back in. We were in bed. Me and Keir were in bed at the time together. And we were in bunk beds, but we were in the same mm-hmm. bed, if that makes sense. Not doing anything, just <laughs> in the same bed next to each other. The same with Sarah and James on the other side. And in the morning, after, you know, she's seen this when she comes in, she gets up and she stomps around doesn't she she's clanging yeah. she's deliberately by the way there's no way this was an accident she's stomping around she's clanging everything as she gets gets her things together right she storms off and as she storms off what does she do Kia? she reports who she, to the management oh god she goes to the management and then but and then he comes down so we don't know any of this is happening but the manager comes down and asks like right are you guys are you guys okay because i just got a complaint complaint from you from someone else about you guys and we're like yeah i think we're, we're fine we've not really done anything and then he was like okay so that i know that woman's crazy because i've seen her quite a few times but she just reported that you guys had prostitutes around <laughs> and you're like nope no prostitutes here so she <laughs> accused the podcast own care of being a prostitute because she my girlfriend was sat in the same bed as me she went these boys have ordered hookers and then I assume made you play cards with us. We, and were, in the evening. we were hanging out the whole time and just chit-chatting. Yeah. How could we? The first prostitute to come with a suitcase and a massive backpack. <laughs> but yeah. And then she accused us of that and it was so funny, uh, but so scary at the time. It has to be said, it was terrifying, wasn't yeah, it? She was terrifying. Yeah, because these are all strangers, so we were, most of the time we had, like, okay people, but then she comes in complaining to the mm. manager about us. 
Yeah, so uh-huh. do, like, put yourself in our shoes where a crazy, clearly unstable lady pulls out a knife and a chocolate bar mm. and then starts shouting at you in a language <laughs> you don't understand. And then you'll sort of see how weird that uh, And she was like was. 50 with like really crazy hair as like, well. dyed red hair, but then like streaks of grey in it she, as Oh well. no, she wasn't 50. She was much older than that. Yeah. She was a tiny old... I mean, if she hadn't posted that letter, she would have gone to jail for the rest of her life. Who knows? She might be in prison right now. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it didn't get off. Maybe she got the stamp. I don't know. Uh, So should we quickly blitz blitz through our best worst memories, best worst food that we've had on the trip? Um, go on then. Best memory. Um, that would be. Well, my best memory, because apparently (laughs) Kia's just going to sit there in silence, is um. Just playing games with the guys. We played loads of games in the evening. You made a game the I first made, night the, or the, the second first, night. The first game I made with our group of friends. I, I like making silly games. Mm-hmm. I made Bill Keir Saz Jam. That was a hoot. That was I a great game. And I remember in Bratislava, Jay, we were playing poker and all we had was Mauams. And James kept losing because every time we gave him a set number of chips, or in this case, Mauam sweets, mm-hmm. James would eat his... Chips. Yeah, at the end, he was like, I don't even care about this game anymore. So I eat just more. Just sat there eating everything that he won or lost. Oh, I don't know how he how he did all did all of that. I think Prague would definitely be my favorite. Either like the boat trips we did, like the pedaling boats or the mm. beer garden. Those two were my absolute favorites. Yeah, and uh, real quick, second year, just the two of us. We went to Nice. We did, didn't we? In France, it was so pretty. That was so very hot. romantic, very nice <laughs> trip, wasn't it? It was. It was very cute. Quick best memory? Um, oh, just hanging out together, like making lunches for each other. The beach? Yeah, the beach was amazing because I think we both were saying how we just wanted to go and lie down on the beach. And we, you can't really do that in England, can you? Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> and then worst memory, it I said mm-hmm. I didn't have any. You said... <laughs> Getting stung by a jellyfish. <laughs> But it's not the worst movie because I kind of came back home and told everyone and showed everyone my jellyfish sting. So quick context, we were <laughs> on the beach and we were swimming and then Keir would swim really far out and the tide was quite strong. And I said, you know, she came back and she'd done it a few times. I was like, right, stop going out yeah. now because like either you'll get sucked away or something bad will happen. She was like, oh, please. <laughs> she gets straight in the water. She swims directly out. She immediately stops. I see her stop. She swims back. As she's swimming back, she's doing like front crawl, but she's got tears streaming down her face. I can see that she's crying. She gets down. She sits there. She just immediately starts crying. And it was so hard for me not to be smug in that situation. Because she, like, she'd gone out and then immediately be stung by a jellyfish. To be fair, you, did, you told me that it immediately happened. There it wasn't was, any sort of delay whatsoever. It was pure ratification for me <laughs> and my parental You didn't instincts. believe me in the beginning because you couldn't see the sting. But after yeah. a few days, it got like so much darker. Yeah, it's still on your back, isn't it? It's slowly fading away now. Mm. We'll put it on the Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was such a nice trip. Yeah, and then third, third year, which is now... We did want to go do like a mini interrailing with our flatmates, but mm-hmm. we couldn't do that with this current situation. Yeah, coronavirus. So <sighs> to be confirmed. We wanted to go to Italy as well, down. didn't we? Yeah, that's, no, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, so maybe something later in the year. We're talking about Christmas, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. But, uh, hopefully things would have calmed down loads by then. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. 
And uh, that's it for us, isn't it, on travel? Yeah. So grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, yes. maybe grab a snack. And we'll have our special guest, Masi, in, in a very short little bit. Bye. Bye. And we're back, everyone. So it's, we've got Masi here today, who is our, my, my course mate, our dear friend, my ex-flatmate as well. Hello, everyone. I'm Masi. We find a new wink here. Yeah, you do. How's um, isolation treating you? Um, I don't know. I'm bored. Um, I don't really know what to do most of the time. And <laughs> I'm trying to do some work and I, I don't. I just do nothing all day, every day. Uh, but soon I'll be going back to Italy and it's going to be just me, my mum and my father in the house. And oh. I can't leave. I'm going to be 14 days in actually self-isolation. So I'm gonna be very bored. So at that point, probably gonna do some work, or maybe not. Oh yeah, could you could you still do the one like you can go outside for one once a day? Could you still do that in Italy, or is that nothing? Well, it's a bit of a mess. I mean, if I when I go back, I'm gonna be in natural self isolation, so I won't be leaving the house, and I'll be living in a separate part of the house compared to my like really? you know, with, with my parents. Yes, I went. I think I'm gonna eat with different cutlery and and plates oh and everything God. because yeah. Oh, that's quite intense for two weeks. I know. Uh, it's a lot, but I mean, I'm coming from here. I've met a lot of people here. I mean, we are in the same house, but still in this house, there's like, what, seven people, eight people, I think? That's nine people in this house. Oh, you're and living in a house of nine. work in a, in a supermarket, so they meet a lot of people every day. Oh, okay, yeah. Frontline worker. Yes, right, I it? understand yeah. that now, that whole, like, 14 yeah. days separate cutlery. How are you, how are you getting <laughs> yes. back? Have Italy not closed their borders? They did for a bit, but then they reopened them because now they're doing this bit, like they're doing these flights just to let people that um, live abroad for, I don't know, study work to come back to Italy. Mm. They're doing it just for people like me. So I have to sign basically this form that says why I'm traveling and why, because now in Italy, it's, uh, any travel is bad. Oh, that's quite oh intense. Oh my God, that is intense. Yeah. yeah. Context, Massey's yeah. Italian and going back to Italy yes. with his family. <laughs> yeah, which is a controversial action. Actually, it, it's a bit controversial. Like, just stay in England. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm going to have to go back to Italy at some point and since I'm going to be in isolation anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Might as well be with the family. Yes, basically. Also, there is the point that, like, that England is going to get there at some point as well. And Italy is supposed to be about to get out of it. So I might be getting the best of both worlds, you know? Maybe, yeah. Like, that's, that's a good shout. Exactly. It is much worse in Italy. Like, now, you you can leave. You can't leave for... I mean, I think you can leave just for jogging, which is quite weird. Like, you can't leave for a walk. You can't leave for any other exercise. Wait, is you this Italy? You can leave only for jogging. You can run just um, up to 500 meters from your house. <laughs> What? So it's what if just, you win more? You know, it's, it's nothing. Are there police to stop you? It depends. They're not everywhere. But yes, they could stop you and give you a fine if you are not following the rules. Do they, Obviously, like, tape measure your, the distance <laughs> from your house? <laughs> that might be very interesting. Like, sorry, no, you are 501 meters from your house. Um, 3,000 pounds. <laughs> That's quite funny to like see them have get a tape measure out. Yeah, that's, <laughs> measure. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. 
Right, yeah. should we get into the questions? Yeah, so, so our theme is travel. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, how for you, what are the best countries that you've visited? Well, I haven't visited much. I've visited uh, all countries while, while I was in traveling at the end of first year. Uh, I went to Budapest, Vienna. Bled and uh, it was in Croatia. I can't remember the name of the city actually. Ooh. Um, yeah, and out of there, I would say Budapest is absolutely the best. I've been You've to Budapest, been. yeah. Budapest is awesome. Yeah, it was so cool, so cheap, like incredibly cheap. I can't believe how cheap it was. <laughs> we ate so well. I mean, and I mean, for me, I'm, I'm veggie. It, like, it wasn't always. As easy, like probably Budapest was the hardest one, uh, food-wise, because there's not much veggie food. But then when you found the veggie food, it was so good. We went to <laughs> this place. It was like Israelian. Can you say Israelian? Yeah. yeah. Food is that thing? Yeah. <laughs> and it was absolutely amazing. And then the city is just so nice. Um, you just walk around and everything. It's so amazing. I just thought it was absolutely a beautiful city. Um, and the bars are so much fun. Um, oh, we yeah, these bars of, underground bars and stuff, yeah. don't they? Yes, they, they are so nice. We went to these like club that was like in four different levels, and in one of the level they had like an inner yard that was open to the outside, and obviously it was the summer. It was just just amazing. Everything was absolutely mm. amazing. Blood was amazing as well. So you know. Wait, what did you say? Blood. Yes, it's in Slovenia, and, and it's oh. this amazing place where they have, like, uh, it's a lake, and they have, like, a castle in the middle of the lake. Oh, and it, wow. honestly, That's look cool. it up, it looks like a Disney castle. <laughs> it was, it, it's absolutely amazing, and you can swim there. I mean, it's private property. You can't get on it without paying. Like, it's kind of a, it's not a museum, but, they, I mean, people just ask you for, you know, for a ticket to get it uh but you can literally swim there. We swam in the lake. It was absolutely amazing. It, 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 I felt like in a Disney. <laughs> You've been to all it the countries so nice. that I've not been to in interviewing. I've been to Paris <laughs> as well, but I was like 10 and I can't remember anything apart from that. My hotel room didn't have a view. Uh, I mean, didn't have an Eiffel Tower to view, and so I cried the entire time. I literally <laughs> cried for an hour. Um, what is the point? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to Italy. What is this? <laughs> I saw that you liked something on Facebook. It was like, oh, because all the Italians are inside their houses, pollution has gone down. And yes. the natural natural bit of Italy has come out. And with pizzas everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, on the trees and stuff. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because my mum, I mean, when I shared that, my mum then messaged me and she was like, um, I, I don't understand it. Why, why is there pizza on, on, on the tree? Uh, it doesn't make any sense that you, you can't grow pizzas on trees, can you? Like, She's mom, tried, honestly. clearly. She's tried. Oh, actually, now I remember something. It was so funny because I was trying to explain to her and she wouldn't understand. And then in the meantime, while I was explaining that, she sent me a foot on some pasta and she was like, I'm making pasta today, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so ingrained in the stereotype. She does she not, yeah, realize. does she not realise? <laughs> So at any moment, Massey's got like, what, 15 boxes, not 15, like bags of uh, any kind of pasta at any one time. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, there's been a shortage of pasta. I've never experienced that. Like, <laughs> like oh, 
how's it going for you? Like, I know you eat a lot of pasta. How, how are you doing? I was like, oh, I have so much pasta at home anyway. It's like, <laughs> I never, I don't know. I'm an Elton Stanley, right? I've got so much pasta. You want some pasta? I've got some. <laughs> Sell it for like five times the price. Yeah, you've got to go on the black yes. market and flog your pasta. Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, it's, it's how it works. I mean, I, I need to have like 15 packs of pasta, so when I go down to, I don't know, 12, I buy three more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh you don't know what happens, so you need some pasta, and pasta is absolutely necessary. I remember going to his house and like, like Alex needed something from the cupboard, so I opened it, and all I saw was just various types and shapes <laughs> of pasta. <laughs> Are they, are they 15 different types of pasta as well? Yeah. Not, not like 15 pennies. No, no, no. It's different kinds of pasta. You've got pagatella, spaghetti, uh, penne. You need fusilli as well. And then it's really annoying because you can't really find anything else here. I mean, you can find also, but you can't... Oh, you can find also the... the what are they called? The, the butterfly-shaped ones. I mean, yeah, call ribbon. It I don't know if you call them that here. <laughs> But, I mean, you need many different kinds of pasta, Kieran. Like, it's really important. It depends on the sauce. Uh, this is a bit of a weird one, but do you have any school trips stories that you've been on? We were talking about school trips earlier. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have a weird one, and I don't have many stories about school trips. But uh, um, with my friends there, like, you know, my, my closest friends now from Italy, basically, we didn't know each other. I mean, we saw each other in school, but we never actually talked. And, you know... I'm, I'm very gay. Like, everyone knows I'm gay. <laughs> everyone knew I was gay before I knew I was gay. So, <laughs> in my school, I was famously the gay one. Um, and everyone knew about it, apart from me. And uh, we went to this school trip to, I don't know, the north of Italy. And what happened is that these people, they were, I mean, they are my friends now, but we didn't know each other. And they were convinced I was gay. At some point, they saw me with this... I was 16, and they saw me with this 25 years old woman, which was my girlfriend at that time. What? And, <laughs> yes. And, I mean, yeah, I know, it was, uh, yes, so it, it was weird. And so they just saw me walking, holding hand with this uh, girl, woman, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you call them. Female. Exactly. <laughs> and they were, like, absolutely, like, they were, like, no, it's, it's, it's a too gay there's no <laughs> way and obviously they didn't tell me that they told me like a few years ago when they actually we actually became friends and um, yeah that was quite funny and then you know they were right we broke up and now i'm absolutely <laughs> gay so you know um, it was i don't know who i was fooling but that's um, quite funny that they knew before you knew <laughs> oh no everyone Everyone did. Uh, everyone did. Like when when I started talking to them, I never actually told them I was gay because they, they knew friends. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, okay, this is a weird question. If you could only use one mode of transport for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Except walking. Yeah. So to school, to Italy. <laughs> yeah, you've um, got to think about every trip you'll do for the rest of your life, big and small. I, I would definitely fly. Fly? <laughs> I would definitely like, fly, like, use flights to go anywhere. So I would just, can I, well, because flying, I guess we can consider having, you know, a helicopter, like a flight, <laughs> yeah, flight, yeah. you know. So I would just get a helicopter and fly everywhere. <laughs> so, be like, yeah, mum, I'm going to, to go get go. my groceries now, I'll be back in <laughs> half an hour. 
So if you wanted to visit Perry in Northampton, which is what, a few hours from Sheffield? Yeah. You'd have to fly. <laughs> well, yes, because the problem is, otherwise I can't visit any other country, can I? I mean, I, I could, but, you know, I want to go to America, I want to visit Australia, New Zealand, those places like that. Could you, could you take a helicopter across the Atlantic? Probably not, not a helicopter. <laughs> you could take a um, boat. You might, not, you might need to take well, more fuel. Well, that's going to so long, though. But, or a cruise ship, you could have fun while you're travelling. What if I, I don't know. What if I work in America or work here in England or wherever, and like I want, uh, they ask me to go to America to you know business uh, trip. <laughs> you know <laughs> business. <laughs> to get there. So yeah, I would definitely fly everywhere. I just mm. get dirty rich and fly everywhere. Yeah. You remember Easy. me? One of our, our yeah, one uh, one of our um, classmates. They said they're one uh, of the. Classmates for school used to get a helicopter go- to go to school. Oh my god, to, yeah. <laughs> I hope she's not listening to this, but yeah. Posh people. Um, <laughs> rich people. <laughs> Posh people. That's what we'll be in a few years, kid. What, you and me? <laughs> on, on your helicopter yes. with your 15 types of pasta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be flying our helicopter and just be like, you know. Waving at each other from our helicopters. We went, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Separate helicopters as well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Right, are you ready for our signature question, Massey? Oh, Kier's, yeah. Have you... have you heard the signature question? No. Right, Kia's going to do it. She's going she's gonna to do the voice as well. I'll try and do a voice. Okay. Right, so... You're in a post-apocalyptic yeah. world, and you've been in self-isolation for five years. Boris Johnson is still giving his daily updates, telling you to stay indoors. You survive on a daily diet on, of toilet paper and pasta. We're going to ask you three things that you miss the most about your previous life. So a meal, hobby, and a person. Okay. So imagine you're in the scenario right now in, at Perry's house. So what favorite okay. meal would you miss? Uh, do I have pasta, do you say? Yeah, yeah you do no, normally, normally, the toilet roll and pasta thing is just a joke. But for Massey, the pasta <laughs> thing, he's like, I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorted for five years. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> is there any meal you'd miss or are you happy with the pizza. pasta? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Do I have pizza as well? No, you don't have pizza. See, no, no, this is not working. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See? I, I, I'm happy with pasta, but then, I mean, you know, in, in my city in Italy, we have the pizza day every Thursday. It's the pizza day. We need to Aww. eat pizza, you know. We, I, I can't do it there, so I would definitely miss pizza. Nice. And I'll probably find a weird way to make pizza with pasta, I, I think. That's what I, I was thinking. I was thinking pizza pasta when you were mm, saying it, somehow. So what, deconstruct the pasta yeah. to make the dough to make pizza. Yeah, exactly. You just crush it in, into a, a weird dough. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone uh, could do it, somehow, yeah, it would be that. you. I might start a YouTube channel and try all these recipes. <laughs> Just in case, you know, you go in, in isolation for years and you need to, you know, make pizza and pasta, which is quite relatable content. I think you'd be a millionaire if you figured that out. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> How about a favourite hobby that you'd miss? Right, um, as you know, I don't really like to leave the house and uh, I don't really <laughs> like to do anything that includes moving any part of my body in any way. Um, so probably 
I don't have Netflix, do I? Um, I would definitely miss Netflix and watching TV and watching, you know, shit shows mm. in, in my bed while eating Doritos or something. <laughs> True. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have any new TV shows whatsoever if everyone's self-isolating. You can't make new yeah. TV shows, could you? You'd have to watch no. the same thing over and over again. I reckon you could do Friday Night Dinner. I think you could, they could film that show because they only film, film it in it one like, house anyway, yeah. don't they? Everyone <laughs> just lives there. talking about Friday Night Dinner like, all it's the time. It's so yeah, good. The last few days, everyone has been talking about it. I think because every, everyone's stuck inside, everyone's like re-watching some favourite TV shows and it's amazing. You have to watch it. I've watched like just one episode or something and uh, yeah, I definitely need to watch more because it's cool and also it's quite funny because Perry's family is exactly the same. Their family like Martin, the guy, the, the father, yeah. he's exactly like Perry's father. Uh. He's the same person. Is he like, shirtless all the time? So funny. Not there. <laughs> <laughs> just all... Like all this, like it's just the wife scream Martin all the time, and him, like making stupid jokes. Like honestly, Perry's father makes stupid jokes every single moment. Like <laughs> I, I, I come to this house, like I don't know, at least six times yeah. since I met Perry, and honestly, he just makes any a joke about being an Italian every single time <laughs> I go there. Casual racism there. <laughs> exactly. What, okay. What we like, isn't it? How about a favorite person that you'll miss? <laughs> I would say parents because you know isolation is kind kind of different situation. Meaning like I I would miss my friends, but it's different because I never see my parents and I never you know hang out with my parents. And yeah, I I see my parents when I'm at home, so I'm used to have my parents when I'm at home, um, and that would be the difficult part. But I'm used to see my friends when I can hang out. You know, I yeah, can leave true. the house and do other stuff. So I would say probably my parents. Okay, they so come as a know, pair. I mean, we can't make people choose between the mum and their dad. But he did choose no, not not Keir. Not <laughs> just so we're clear, Keir didn't make the cut, right? Hmm. <laughs> She's upset. Didn't now. make the cut. Did you did you do this this game as well, um, Keir and Keir? Oh no, we ask our guests to answer the question, so we well, have. Well, that's not fair. What Maybe. <laughs> Maybe for a season finale, we can ask each other whenever the season or, finale or is. Or Massey could start a rival podcast <laughs> and invite us on and then make us choose. <laughs> you or could do that. I can, we can flip sides and on, on, on the finale, I, I host the, 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 the podcast. Oh, I like it. I Maybe like it could it. be a few guests like hosting the show. Massey's family. <laughs> Family. Yeah, oh, my entire family in Italian because they can't speak English. So just, yeah. just, you just, can translate just the entire podcast in Italian. <laughs> we are big in Italy, aren't we? <laughs> right, should we say goodbye to the podcast? Yeah, that's it for us. Thank you, Massey. Thank you, Massey. Thank you guys for having me here. I'm really honored. All right, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, I'll yeah. Also, in the finale. <laughs> wash your dirty hands, everyone. Bye.